Yo. Yo. Alright, we in, we in, we in. What up, world? I know, shocker, we still have a podcast. <laughs> I am your host with the most, Matt, here with your favorite white boy, Ty Dollar Sign. What's up, what's up? Yeah, man, listen, I don't want to have, I want to spend too much time with the the nonsense. I know it's been a minute, but we back, back with a great show. Me and Ty Dollar gonna hold it all, hold it down. My bro is, uh, couldn't be with us tonight, but he'll be back soon. We're gonna, I promise y'all, we're gonna get back on our on our, on our bullshit. Apologize for the, you know, we for the fuckery, but we back, we back, and we got a lot of shit to get into. <laughs> uh, so let's jump it off. Again, welcome everybody to the Play Action Podcast. Um, what are we? Episode 10, 9, 10? I don't even remember. Oh it's been so damn long. It's been a damn long. <laughs> One around him. Um, got a lot of shit to get into it, so we ju- uh, we're just going to jump right into it. Um, let uh, Ty, if you don't mind, I think we should start off with the breaking news that was uh, that came out over the weekend. Uh, Andrew Luck, at the age of 29 has de- uh, re- uh, decided to retire from the game of football. Big shocker over the weekend. Um, yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, I uh, I didn't see it coming, uh, but I can't say that I'm surprised. But I'm gonna get uh, you know I'm gonna get into that later. I want to get your thoughts on uh, the news and um, what you thought about it when you heard it. I mean, this happened mid fantasy draft. <laughs> yeah, for me. Um, and somebody announced it, um, from the group and we were all just kind of like, what are you talking about? Thinking it was some kind of play to like get him earlier or something. And then we all kind of got the notification right after that. And we were all just kind of like, it's, I mean, when a guy is only 29 years old and he's got to step away because of injury, it's, it's like sad. You know, we saw that, that kind of stuff happen with Gronk, uh, at the end of this season, uh, this yeah. past season. So, you know, it's it's a shame because Andrew Luck, I mean, we all obviously know what kind of player he can be when he's healthy, but the Colts never, you know, gave him the protection that he needed. Um, he's constantly hurt, missed the whole 2017 season because of that. You know, was has been in and out for the past, for pretty much his whole career because of injury. Um, and, you know, I feel for him because, I mean, you can tell he wants to play. He just he just can't physically do it at this point, you know. And at only twenty nine, that's 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 crazy to think that he got beat up that bad, that he's already got to retire. Right. But, I mean, I I think the timing could have been better on his end, but I understand it. And I mean, I have no hard feelings for him. I mean, he he did what he thought he had to do. So, right. Colts got to deal with that now. But yeah, man. Um. Yeah, I was I was completely shocked by this. Um, again, like you said, because of the timing, um, and uh, so the initial reaction was shock. Like, oh damn! I remember I was on Twitter and I saw the tweet from Adam Schefter, and I was like, I had to, uh, you know, click on the profile and make sure it wasn't one of his eight thousand fake accounts um, <laughs> yeah. that that tweeted it. Because I was like, what? Like oh oh shit like no this can't be true da 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 um and then yeah man then the news started breaking out and um 
Yeah, as I, you know, as I sat back and I dissected it, uh, you know, dissected it in my brain a little bit more. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I'm actually not that surprised by this. He has, like you said, he's been injured a lot. Um, it's more shocking just because he's so young and you're like, damn, you know, even with a lot of injuries, you would think um, he would still, you know, be able to overcome it because he's so young, um, you know, still at only 29 years of age. Um, you know, I mean, he's not obviously not 21, 22, but still, you know, in his 20s, late 20s, obviously last year of his 20s, but even still going into your 30s uh, as a quarterback, you know, it's different from uh, a running back yeah. when, when that's you like know, mid-career. Right, exactly. When a running back is the big 30, like, oh my God, now it's the end of your career. Whereas a quarterback, like, yeah, 30 is looked at like, all right, you're entering your prime. So yeah. um, it was shocking from that aspect, but um, but like I said, also not really though because he's been, like you said, he's been injured a lot, man. And it, it was always some, yeah. and it was always some weird, like some weird shit. Like you would hear, like, it was oh, something different every year. Yeah, and it was always some, it was always something weird with his injuries. Like you would hear different reports, like, oh, he's he's doing great, he's on track, and then it was, then you like two days later, you yeah. you hear a report, oh, he he's not yet throwing. He's not even throwing the football yet. Like, right. he's not like, so you used to be like, what? Like, um, so yeah, I was, I was shocked, uh, by this, but at the same time, like I said, once I, um, dissected it, not surprised. Um, I'm with you. I think, uh, yeah, the timing was kind of weird. Um, just because it, you know, it's like you said, you know, two weeks before the regular season. Um, and it puts the, the Colts in a, a shitty ass situation, but, um, yeah. Uh, but especially I, post-draft like that. You right, know, exactly. Just, like, again, I don't blame him. You know, he, he wanted to give it a go, clearly, and it just didn't work out for him. But exactly. it does put the Colts in a bad spot just because now they got to, you know, fumble around to see what they can do quarterback-wise. I know they got Brissett, but, I mean, you've been planning this whole season as if luck's going to be back. So right. it's, it's tough to, to make that adjustment just two weeks before the season starts. Right. Um. And I'm with you. Yeah, you know the 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 timing is it, it sucks, but it is what it is. Um, aside from all that, I'm I'm 100% with you. I I respect his decision. I respect um you know, you know we lose sight of uh the the perspective of that it's a very violent game and you know the um the amount of work that these players put in, the amount of um you know wear and tear on their bodies, the rehabilitation process, the you know the um just the grind of playing the game and then the amount of, uh, you know, work and uh, everything else that they have to go through when they're coming back from an injury, you know, us, yep. us as fans, we don't think about that shit. We just be thinking like, man, hurry up and come back so we can get you on the field. So, you know, help our team win. Um, yep. But when you said actually sit there and, and, you know, why, and you watch his, uh, the, the press conference that he had when he officially announced it, you could just, you could literally just see a, a, a kid that was just tired, man. He was tired of, 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 mm-hmm. you know, all, like, like I said, all the injuries, all the rehab and the, you know, it's just like, bro, I got to go through this again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it's, it seems like every season that had some kind of rehab in it. Right. And it's just, it was like part of his like routine at that point it was like, let me make sure I'm stretching this. I'm working this. Right. And then it got to the point where, like, it's like I'm, I'm working every part of my body and stretching every part of my body, and I'm still not good to go. Right. And, you know, what are you going to do at that point other than simply retire like he did? So, Right. Um, 
I think uh, people are more uh, also shocked besides the fact of how young he is um, that uh, how good of a quarterback he is. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, damn, like we're using, we're losing, you know, what seemed to be, he was definitely probably you'd say on track to, you know, probably end up one day being a hall of famer. Um, if he stayed healthy, uh, yeah. Right. You know, healthy, uh, right. Point. I mean, just, just strictly off by the numbers, if you're going by the numbers, oh, yeah. it, you know, it looked like he was on, on pace to be one of those guys. And remember coming out of, um, you know, coming out of college, uh, he was considered to be the best, you know, uh, freaking um, quarterback prospect since what? Uh, Peyton Manning? So That's what they said, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Colts took him. Hence, right, hence the reason why the Colts ended up making that decision to move on from, uh, you know, uh, uh, aging Peyton Manning and, you know, draft this kid because it's like, all right, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? You know what I mean? We're going to stay, you know, stick with, uh, with, uh, not Eli Peyton, um, Peyton Manning, and he's what 37, 36, 37, coming back from a neck injury. You know, right. when we're in a position to draft this once, you know, once in a lifetime generational quarterback, um, we got to make this move. So, you know, you got to applaud them for doing that. But that's also why this sucks so bad for them because, mm-hmm. I mean, you made that very unpopular move because let's be honest it wasn't a popular move even though it was it was the smart move 100 percent. but it wasn't you know throughout that we know we all know how loved um Peyton Manning is in the sport of uh you know uh football in general but um I mean how much love how how much he was loved in that city of Indianapolis is you know a whole nother story so uh, that was a tough decision yeah. for them to do, and then they did it, and then to have seven years later, um, that that kid that you drafted retire, so you moved on from Peyton Manning, who went on to win another Super Bowl, albeit he wasn't that great that year, but still won another Super Bowl for a different franchise, and you drafted this kid who, again, I'm not trying to knock on him, but he never won a Super Bowl, was, was hardly like you said, he was always injured, so hardly ever healthy, and you mm-hmm. moved on from an injured Peyton Manning, and this kid that you drafted only lasted three years longer than Peyton Manning did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's wild, bro. Like, they, they gotta be... When you really think about it like that... Yeah, man. Just to pick it apart and really just realize, and think about the fact that, I saw this on a post uh, earlier, that Tom Brady has outlasted Peyton Manning, and the guy that replaced Peyton That's Manning. wild, bro. <laughs> Which is just crazy. That's wild. How me. sick does that make a Jets fan? <laughs> <laughs> and a, um, a Dolphins fan, a Bills fan. Like, that's crazy, bro. Like, you're just looking at Tom Brady like, why won't you go away? Like, <laughs> <laughs> How did he get not get that hurt all these years when Andrew right. Luck after seven years is, right. is like, oh, no, no, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's a good, you know, um, that's that's a that's a valid question because um the Colts offensive line, I mean it's better now. Um it wasn't that great. But you also gotta you know, sometimes just players are just are just fragile. It's not always the uh yeah. you know what I mean? Because I mean you can bring up Tom Brady's uh we brought up Tom Brady. Tom Brady's never had uh, always the best offensive line. There were years where his offensive line was terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um so and he 
you know, aside from the uh, the year many, many years ago when he tore his ACL. Um, and, but, and that wasn't even from a, I don't even remember. That wasn't from, I don't think that was from a sack or anything. I don't remember. But It was. Yeah. was it was? Uh, well, yeah, um, back, uh, against the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, aside from, aside from that, he, you know, he's been pretty durable and, and he, we all know he ain't the, the most athletic. I mean, he good. Jesus Christ. He can't move. And he's like almost as bad as Eli back there. So another guy that also has not gotten hurt. Yeah, so, exactly. And we all know, these, we all know, right. We all know about, uh, the giants, uh, offensive line woes as of late. Um, mm-hmm. so, and you know. He's never missed a game, and the one game that he did, it wasn't because of injury; it was because of the, the Giants shit. Uh, what they did, yeah. you know, they just made that decision to sit him. But um, yeah, it's crazy when you look when you when you really like you said when you really dive deep into, um, you know, how this is all played out. Now you got to wonder if you're the Colts. I mean, I guess I can't even say that because you. I still think you you they made the right decision 100. percent You can't look. Uh, you know, you can't predict the future. You think. No way, no way in hell you thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to draft this kid. Years later, he's going to retire. Um, so you can't really kill, you know, they can't really be down on themselves from moving on from Peyton Manning. They still did the right thing. It's just now, now what do you do? Um, which leads me to um, uh, Jacoby Brissett. So where, you know, where did they go from here? Like the Colts were considered, widely considered as a Super Bowl contender this year. They have, they have a really good team. Um, you know, you got a defense on the rise. Uh, you got a, you know, you know, got a good running game. You got a, a great wide receiver in T. Uh, T. Y. Hilton. Um, you know, there that was a team that was really people really were all in on this year. Now it's like, nah, I don't know, um, because uh, I mean, I guess Vegas Vegas still had them as a long shot to win the Super Bowl anyway. They were 15-1 odds, which aren't terrible odds, but they aren't the greatest. Um, right. But after Luck retired, they immediately dropped to thirty to one to win. So uh, that shows how right. So is. The, the odd that right that exactly it just speaks to what a quarterback means to your chances of winning the Super Bowl. Now, can Jacoby Brissett come out and shock the world? Maybe. I mean, you know, uh, he. I don't think he's. He's yeah. He's never gotten a, a full season to start, so you know maybe uh, a full year in a in a system will do him some good. Maybe we'll see. And that's that's even if he is the starter. I mean, obviously. Oh right come now, on! Who else is going to start? What's to say the Colts aren't going to trade for? Something? Nah, I don't think so. The, the Colts are a Super Bowl ready team. You said it yeah, yourself. That's and true. If you need one position, to that's build, true. Then you got to go out and get that's that true. guy. Hey, uh, Indianapolis, y'all want Eli Manning? You can have him for the low. You can. That's already been. You can have him, but it's not. It's never going to happen. But you can. If I if I was the GM, you could have him for the low low. Like you know what I mean? But um, nah. I'm, hey, look, I would do it if I was them. I mean, but I. I guess again, it would also depend on what the Giants would want. Um. Because I'm not giving up yeah. nothing crazy for no, uh, you know, 40 year old, barely average to you can maybe argue above average if you feel like being a nice uh, quarterback. Granted, a hall, uh, you know, a hall of famer, but eh, I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't think they do that though. I think they ride it out with uh, Jacoby Brissett, um, and then I think they do. Too. I just I. 
it's interesting to look at other potential options. Right. Because you know what? If that doesn't perform the way you think that he should, because, I mean, he was, before this all happened, he was widely considered as one of the best backups. Exactly. Which is why I don't think they, they pull the trigger and just go get somebody else. And no, I don't think they do that right off the bat, at least. But I think if, if he struggles in the first few games, then before the trade deadline, they got to seriously consider looking at somebody. Because, I mean, it's rare to have your team in position, unless you're the Patriots, it's rare to have your team in position to be like a Super Bowl contender. Right. You know, it you, we see that it's a revolving door of different teams that are there every year. Right. Except for the Patriots, like I said. But that's why you got to try to take advantage when you have that team built and ready to go. And if you're missing that one piece, you got to get it. Right. Whatever means necessary. So I'm, I'm curious to see how Brissett ends up playing because that's really what it's going to come down to. That's what the Colts season is really going to come down to at that point. Right. Um, I think he, you know, he's shown flashes, you know, those couple of games he started for uh, New England back when uh, Brady was suspended and then uh, uh, Garoppolo had got hurt. Um yeah. And so, yeah, they were down to the third string of uh, Jacoby Brissett. Um, he was okay. Uh, in a couple games, he started for uh, um, Indianapolis when, uh, obviously, when Luck was hurt uh, last year. And um, did they have him the year before that, too? I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. I thought they traded for him that year. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. You, I think, no, I think you're, yeah, you're right. You're right. It was because it was in season. They traded him for, uh, uh, Philip Dorsett. Yeah. Um, yep. But whatever he played, he you know he played. Point is, he played decent. But um, you know, it's something to be said when you're you know you're being a backup to now they're coming to you like, all right, the team's yours. You know what I mean? Uh, so you know, hope we'll see. He gets a full year in the system. Uh, you know, everybody's saying the right things. Uh, the players love him. He's a leader. You know. Um, so. You know, next man up. We'll see how it works out. Um, one thing I did want to uh, get your opinion on. I'm definitely going to go last on this because I, I'm just going to go nuts on this topic. But I want you to get give me your opinion on the fans booing him as he walked off. Uh, you know, because obviously the, the news broke while they were playing a preseason game. So everybody in the, you know, in the fourth quarter is all getting these uh, – these updates on their phone that their quarterback is retiring um, and he's actually on the field, not playing obviously, but he's on the field. Right. Um, and so as he's, the game ends and he's leaving the Indianapolis Colts fan who are widely considered, you know, great fans. They had the, that great, uh, you know, they have a great reputation as far as loving the, their, their city and loving their team and right. You know, being hardcore hundred percent fans, uh, booed him as he walked off. Um, so I wanted to get your, uh, you know, your take on that. Um, I mean, I, I think it was very impulsive. I'll say that, um, you know, they obviously didn't have time to process what was going on and just literally viewed it as their quarterback is abandoning them and leaving without any kind of explanation. Um, I think if they were to kind of, look at the press conference and see what, you know, what was said and how he went about it. I think they would have reacted a little differently. Um, I mean, I don't think it's ever the right way to, I mean, Andrew Luck still brought you a lot of success in that Mm -hmm. in their franchise, but I mean, I don't know. As I've been, as a fan, 
I just can't see myself ever doing that. Um, especially, I mean, the Colts fans know better than anybody how beat up Andrew Luck has gotten over the last right. 10 years. Right. So I mean, you think they'd have a little better understanding of it. Again, I think it had to do with the timing. You right. know, I think that the timing really threw a lot of the fans off because, I mean, think about the Colts fans from their perspective. They're coming into this season, like like you said, Super Bowl contenders. You know, I think in the power rankings, they were number five or six in the league. I mean, that's, you know, we haven't seen the Colts up there in a while because of Andrew Luck's injuries. And now, like, they think they're going to get a full healthy season out of him. Um, you know, with Marlon Mack coming out and playing well. Um, Eric Ebron reviving his career, the defense yeah, yeah. stepping up with Darius Leonard, um, and they just they have a lot of hope. And then it's just I guess to them their hope just got taken away when he when that notification went out. And you know, like I said, it was impulsive. I mean, right? They they his retirement. You know, again, we both agree that it was the right thing to do, but it's you know they basically ruined their season. Before right, it right. even started, so I get it. I still don't agree with it, but I do get it from from the fans. Right. Um. Yeah, I get all that, but not nah, fuck that. That shit was disgusting. Like, um, I get it. He, you know, the timing wasn't great. You're you're shocked and you're all that. But my thing with this is, first of all, you have no idea why he's doing it. So you right. you you don't even know. Like I mean, obviously the first thing that probably went through everybody's head was injury, and yes, that happened to be the case. But how shitty would you have felt if he went up to that press conference? Uh, you know, went up to that press conference, and uh, earlier today I was listening to um Michael K and Don LaGreca um on uh, ESPN Radio, and uh Don LaGreca uh Don LaGreca was like, you know. You guys are booing it. You don't even know what it is. What happens if you would have booed the way that you did and he went up, um, you know, in front of that press conference and announced to the world he's retiring because he's just been diagnosed with stage four cancer? Right. You know what right. I mean? How would you have felt if he would have went up there and said, I'm retiring um, because my wife has just been diagnosed with cancer and I want to stay home and take care of her? Right. You know what I mean? How You have no idea why this man clearly, now I get it, it's the shock value, it's the, you know, your your instant impulses, oh my god, my our franchise quarterback is is um, you know, is retiring and uh, you know, two weeks before the season and um, you know, now we're, you know, we're fucked. We feel like we're fucked. We we had a, we felt really good about this team and we, you know, were really excited and thought it was going to be a great year and thought we were going to be a serious uh, Super Bowl contender. So mm-hmm. I get it. You're disappointed. You're upset. You're all that. And I'm trying to put myself in their position, but I had somebody say that to me, say all that to me when I, you know, I had tweeted out, like, when I saw the video, I'm like, this is disgusting. Like, everybody who did this, you're all low-life garbage. Like, that's how mm-hmm. I felt. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and I had somebody say to me, come on, you're a fan of, of a team. Just to put yourself in their shoes, your your instinct would have been to boo, too. No, it wouldn't have. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. It wouldn't have been to boo. I would have been upset. I would have been pissed off. You know what I mean? Initially. Because, again, I, I yeah. don't know what, what the reasoning is. But I don't think that I can't see myself booing him. Like, I think I would have been so sh- too much shock to even even think about doing that. 
I still would have been in the stage like, damn, I can't believe. Nah, this ain't real. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I totally agree with you. I totally and process that enough that to where, years. right, you even process it enough to, like, what? And then he goes out there and, and does a press conference, and what, now everybody feels bad for him? Now everybody understands? Like, nah, fuck that. You was the same person that was on the field booing him. Y'all don't care about uh-huh. this. And this is why when we have these, you know, interactions with um, celebra- uh, celebrities and you know, outside of football, just, you know, famous people in general, when people act like they don't understand why, you know, professional athletes and any type of celebrities aren't beat sometimes to interact with fans because they know y'all don't give a fuck about them, just like they don't give a fuck about us. You know yeah. what I mean? But, like, we, again, as fans, we lose sight of the fact of how much work these, these uh, you know, these athletes put into this, how much blood, sweat, and tears time away from their families, like yeah. what it does to their body. We don't think about that shit. We're so caught up in, you know, being a fan that we're not thinking about that shit. And it just blew my I saw that video. And again, I wasn't there. I wasn't in the actual thing. Maybe I would have reacted that way. I don't think I would have. Again, I think I would have just been in so much shock that what? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, it just, uh, it mortified me. Like I was, I was so disgusted by that. I'm like, yo, this dude. I, me personally, again, I applaud him for it. Like even as a fan, I, yeah, you might be tight. Like maybe our season's fucked, but I also would be like, you know what? I'd rather you do that than to go out there and be taking money and your heart's not in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, your heart's not in. You're you're not invested into this team. Like let's say he was healthy, because not only did he say, you know, the 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 health part of it, but because his health isn't the greatest, you know, theoretically he probably could be uh, at some point well enough to play this season, but because of all the injuries, his heart's not in it anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? He just doesn't have, he said, the game isn't fun for me anymore. Like, you know, I'm I'm going out there, even when I'm healthy, I'm not enjoying it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm just going to step away. I'm going to remove myself from this, get healthy. And, you know, I, I, it's not fair to you. Uh, the whole time where you guys are booing him, he's he's thinking about himself, obviously, you know, doing what's best for him and his family, but also thinking about you guys at the same time. Like, it's not fair for you guys to – it's not fair for me to be taking this money from your organization, you know, uh, being out here in the most pivotal position of this game, taking up this spot, this roster spot, when there's somebody behind Jacoby Brissett or even a young kid coming out of college who's hungry and their heart is going to be mm-hmm. in it, and I'm 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 just I'm not. I rather, I applaud you for being honest about it and you yeah. know what I mean. Just doing it like and again I get it on the spot. You they're not gonna, people aren't going to think about it like that. But I don't know. I thought that I just thought it was disgusting. Well, like that well, shit. What bothered I was like, me the most was I mean going off of what you said is because he is such a classy guy. He's not right. like. Part- guys that's going to come up and say me 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 you know after any game or start pointing fingers or whatever the case is you know he's a guy that's constantly taking the blame constantly I mean you see him get knocked down in a game by a defender and he helps him up and he says nice hit yeah good hit yeah he's he's that kind of guy and just you know the fans obviously that I mean I'm not a Colts fan but I I know that Right. So I can imagine the information the Colts fans have. I mean, and just for you to still boo after knowing the kind of guy he is, and to know right. he wouldn't do this selfishly, is like that's that still blows my mind. Um, quick disclaimer too: 
and don't get it twisted. You know, we're all about jokes. We're all about everything. But there's a time and a place to joke. I'm gonna throw this disclaimer in because uh, Ty, you'll see it later when it goes up to. Because I got the I got the perfect uh, pic- picture art for this episode, and it is uh, it's 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 you know it ties in with what's going on in the world right now. And, and Andrew Luck, it's funny as hell. I'm not making fun of his. Um, you know, I'm not making fun of his his uh, career. I'm I, like I said, I applaud him. Just I don't want nobody uh, coming at me like, oh, you were up there saying how could people boo, and then you put up this picture. I'm all about jokes and everything, but at the same time, I'm not an asshole. Like you know, what I mean, I feel for the guy. I uh, you know, whatever. But if something's funny, something's funny. But I wouldn't have did that shit. I wouldn't have booed. I laugh, you know, because you know, outside of uh, him being like you said, a class act and all that, um, and a great quarterback, I can make jokes too. He's a fucking doofus. Like. You know what I mean? Uh, like, no, for real. Like, he's like, he has that Eli Manning, like, no, her, her, her. Like, you know, when he's talking, you know, he's easy okay. to make fun of. He's, uh, you know, hilarious. But at the same time, you know, like I said, when you see the picture and by the time this episode's out and people listen and see the cover art for the episode, they'll understand what I'm saying. Um, and you'll understand what I'm saying. But I just want right, to throw right. that quick disclaimer in. Don't come at me. I still uh, think what they did was disgusting. But I'll still laugh at the jokes. Anyway, continue. Um, yeah, man. So I, I'm with you, bro. I think that that, uh, that, you know, I just, I wasn't a fan of that. I think, uh, we, you know, we're better as people forget being fans, just be a, be a human being. This is why time and time again, when shit like this happens or, you know, totally different subject, but like, you know, the shit that's going on in the, in the Amazon rainforest and all that, and, you know, people not covering it and, you know, just different types of example of, all the reason why people uh, people use the term humans human beings suck because we do like the shit the shit that we get enjoyment out of sometimes or or the shit that we're entitled to do like how did you boo that man that's crazy to me like like fit you know and this is why again why these ce- uh, celebrities and these athletes they they know like they fans suck because you don't give a fuck about the actual person you give a fuck about what they can do for your team. And that was just class. That was classless to me. That was the epit- That was like, and and because of where it came from. And you gotta, you gotta, um, you know, you also gotta think, you know, uh, team. You know, the, the fan bases of Philly and Boston and New York. You know, we get the, the uh, those fan bases get the, you know, the bulk of the slack of having garbage fans and you know fans that don't you know what i mean but clearly like we like me and you've always said um you know there's garbage fans in every fan base um so it it just i don't know it was it was disgusting i I wasn't a fan yo yo i'm back all right uh, sorry about that. Sorry about that, y'all out there. A little bit of technical difficulties, but we are back. Um, all right, so picking up where we left off. Um, I wanted to ask you, so what are your thoughts now on uh, how do you look at – how does this change your view with this uh, the news of Andrew Luck and um, everything? Uh, how does this change your view now of the AFC South? Um, did you have – did you have them winning the division? Obviously, a lot of people did because they had them going, um, you know, far into the playoffs. Um, did you have them winning the division? Um, if so, do you think they still can still win the division with Jacoby Brissett? 
do you think that now opens the doors for other teams like the Titans, Texans? Um, uh, what's the other team in the AFC South? The Jags. The, oh, the Jags. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, with with uh, Nick Foles out there. Yo, I forgot about them. Um, yeah, how does this change your view now of the, the AFC South? Um, you know what? I, I always had faith in the Texans. That's always kind of been – I don't know how to explain it. I've I've never thought the Colts, the even with Andrew Luck, had enough. Um, oh, that's interesting because a lot push, of I mean, they, they had a pretty good back. team. Here it seemed like they were missing something. Either they were missing a good defense, they were missing a running game, or they were physically missing Andrew Luck. Um, and I think that's going to hurt him again this year. Obviously, they'll be without Luck. I think they'll have the other pieces. Um, but I don't think that's going to be enough for them to win the division now. Um, I think even with Andrew Luck, it was going to be tight. Um, and now I think I think it's Houston's division to lose. Um, Houston's got all the right pieces. They got the defense. They got the quarterback. They got the receivers. Um, the only question mark now will be the running game. But even with Lamar Miller, they weren't the greatest running team. So it's going to be interesting with Duke Johnson. That's a whole other um, – you know, talk, but I, I think it's Houston's division to lose. I think the Colts will probably come. They might get like a seven and nine, eight and eight kind of record. I think they're still good enough for that. But I think without Andrew Luck, that that really hurts their chances. All right. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, I don't know if I'm if I'm absolutely sold on the Texans for them it to be their their division to lose. Um, I can. Who see else that. in that division? Has any shot? I, that's that's. I my... can see that. Uh, the, I mean, the Jags. You always got a shot. You always got a shot with a good defense. So yeah. Um, and and which is part of the reason why you're giving the, uh, you know, Houston. Uh, I think that high of a nod. I mean, obviously you got Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson, um, as your quarterback. You know, you got a a young quarterback. Um, but the Jags. Um. Yeah, I think I think we can't be so quick to write off the Jags. Um, you know, they're uh, obviously they had a terrible year last year, but um, you know, new year, new quarterback. Um, you know, your defense is still pretty good. You know, look like it lost a step a little bit last year, but um, you know, I I mean, if you put a gun to my head, I'm taking their defense over over the Texans. So, That's true. true um, I'm taking Houston's offense over the Jags. Um, pro yeah. Maybe, yeah, I guess because of Deshaun Watson and obviously DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I love Will Fuller, but he seems like another person that can't ever stay healthy. So, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much you how much you can count on that. But aside from that, I mean, what what else? Like you said, we uh, the the running game is a question mark. Um, it's DeAndre Hopkins at receiver, but who else? I love Will Fuller, but can't stay healthy. So they they um they don't have a, a tight end to speak about. So, um, I mean, it's, you're putting a lot of faith into pretty much Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. Like, it's true. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but but again, like I'm this, looking at I'm comparing them to the other offenses in the in the division. And yeah, I don't see any other offense that has anything better to offer. You know, I look at the Jags' offense; they got Fournette, right? And it, Nobody after that. I mean, you can argue with one of the receivers, maybe, but they're all kind of middle of the pack. Um, 
And then you look at the Titans and, and, and that offense, and you got Derrick Henry like four times a year when he decides to play. Right. And, I mean, I guess Corey Davis, and that's really Who, who I'm still not sold on. I'm yes, still not I'm, sold on him I'm with either, you. but I mean, he's the only other big name on that offense that I can even think worth mentioning. Right. I guess Delaney Walker, but I don't trust him right now. Either. Oh, no, he's he's another one that's always injury prone, and he's a thousand years old. So, going to ask me which offense I like the best, it's going to be Houston. It's, even if they don't have the greatest offense in the world, they are, in my opinion, still the best offense in that division without Andrew Luck running that Colts offense. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because I I don't want to completely write the Colts off. Um, I'm not completely writing them off, but I'm I'm saying this really hurts their chances. Just I don't I just don't trust Brissett to be able to. I mean, the Colts won ten out of their last eleven games last year, right? And I just I mean, and that that is what got them into the playoffs. Right. When the playoffs is one of the hottest teams, I just don't see Jacoby Brissett pulling any kind of But maybe he life. maybe he won't have to though. Maybe if 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 we can get IE uh, uh Alex Smith situation and he's just a game manage manager. He's not doing anything spectacular, but he's not turning the ball over. He's not, you know, doing enough to win. They got a de- you know, a pretty decent defense on the rise. Um, they have a running game. I don't know. I mean, I do, yeah, I guess Marlon and, Mack was Marlon Mack was really good towards the end of the year, so I'll give him that. Um, and you know what? That that approach could work in this division, that right? Absolutely, exactly. Division exactly. This is be a shootout kind of division. It's going to be a ground and pound, you know, thirteen to six kind of game division. I mean, right. it's, it's that's just how this division is built now. It didn't used to be that way, but this is how it's what it's turned into, and. Right. You know, so that that kind of approach, if if they can run that effectively, they could have some success. Yeah. All right. We'll see how that we'll see how that plays out. Um let's get into some more NFL news. Um let's talk about some of these uh talk about some of these holdouts, man. We got a couple of holdouts out here. Uh a couple of big, big, big holdouts. A lot of people wanting to get paid. Um, obviously, the biggest one being um, Ezekiel Elliott. Well, today's what August twenty uh, sixth, so we're about less than two weeks now um, to kickoff. And yep. Ezekiel Elliott still has not reported to camp. Um, says he will not report until um, obviously the the uh, the Cowboys rework his deal. He's got two years left on his deal, um, but he wants to get paid now. And yep. um, yeah, that's a that's you know I I know uh, cowboy fans like to act like it's not a big deal, but it's a huge deal if you ask me. But um, mm-hmm. uh, your thoughts on Zeke and his holdout and what uh what the Cowboys should do, what they will do if it'll get done in time? Do you think he will? You know, do you think the holdout lasts into the season? Uh, yeah, let me you know let me hear what you think about it. Well, I I mean I think it's obvious the Cowboys need him. I mean, listen, I, I've been watching Tony Pollard and Alvaro Morris in preseason, and they've been doing all right, and they could probably hold the fourth down for a little while, but that offense is not going to be able to function without him in it. It's it's as simple. So the Cowboys need to get something. They need to try to work out a deal with them. Otherwise, I don't see this offense being productive at all. Um, so the Cowboys should just, I mean, money, but they – 
a better agreement than what they have so far. Because, I mean, he he is their the center of that offense. As much as Dak would like to be, he's not. Dak is much more replaceable than Z. And I know they they just paid they gave Jalen Smith a contract extension. So that I mean they're they're working on keeping their guys in you know with the team. And I think it's just taking longer than they thought. Right. Um, and I also think it's going to really come down to I don't know if they're going to be able to sign Zeke and Dak to the deals that they want. So right. And Amari Cooper. And Amari Cooper when that time comes too. So it's it's that's what's going to be. I mean, because those are your top three on your offense that you're going to have to try and work out. I mean, at this is going to either have to take a you know, pay reduction or someone's going to be the odd man out. And I'm actually curious to see who that's going to be because, I mean, I mean, obviously I know who I would want to get rid of, but um, it's really to see if they can actually figure that out. Because, again, this, this offense, it can't revolve on Dak throwing the ball 40 times a game. It's, it's their offense right. like that. They're their team as a whole isn't built like that and it's you know they're gonna end up screwing themselves by midseason if they don't try and get something done with him soon right um yeah i can uh, i agree with you 100 percent. i think um i think uh ezekiel elliott is everything to this team i think um you know First off, yeah, uh, the offensive line is still really good, but it's it's not as good as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, you know, two years ago, three years ago offensive line, um, but still really good, still one of the, you know, the top old lines in the league. So theoretically, can, you know, Tony Pollard and uh, Alfred Alfred Morris, you know, successfully run a running back by committee? Ah, sure, but it's nowhere near going to be the production that you're going to get from Ezekiel Elliott. No. So – you know, I, I get a kick personally. Obviously, me and uh, Tyler are both Giants fans. I get a kick out of you know the oh we don't need them. Anybody can run behind that offensive line. Yada yada yada. Okay, bro, go back to uh you know go back to the six games when Ezekiel Elliott was suspended. You know, besides the production that or lack thereof that you got from uh, the running back position, let's talk about how terrible your band Dak looked. Like, I think. Uh, aside from, you know, I, the obvious of him just being Ezekiel Elliott and a great running back, this would be so, 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 so detrimental to Dak. He's already not that great of a quarterback. You know, he's 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 not the worst. He's not terrible. Obviously, we're Giants fans, so we act like he's, you know, just complete bum. He's a bum to me, but obviously I can, <laughs> you know what I mean? But again, that's a little bit of, uh, you know, Giants uh, fandom in there. Um, he's probably average. Maybe yeah, a little bit yeah, right. Yeah, he's you know Average. he's all right. Like you know he's not you know the upper echelon uh you know tier of quarterbacks. So um, I think you know for those for those fans who are on the oh he's being a crybaby he needs to just take you know because uh, recently um, the Cowboys uh, reportedly did offer him did make him a, a contract offer that I guess from the report, would make him the second highest running back in the league behind Todd Gurley. Um, people are like, oh, my God, he's being a bitch. He's being a crybaby. He needs to just take it. Da, 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 da. Nah, bro. Just like I had a conversation, uh, shout out to my man Shiz and the, and the fellas over there at um, uh, Second One Podcast. Uh, 
I, you know, he's a Cowboys fan. I'm like, nah, bro, you don't get to, you don't get to do that with this. You don't get to, you don't get to do the, oh, oh, well, he's been suspended for six games and he had, uh, you know, he had this happen. He, now, has he had some off the field issues? Absolutely. Um, but you guys were the same people who said he shouldn't have been suspended in the first place. So now you can't, you can't use that against him now in this argument. Mm-hmm. You was out here talking about, oh, he shouldn't have been suspended. Da, 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 da. You can't use that against him now in this argument. And now you can't get mad at him because he doesn't want to be paid as the second best running back in the league because ain't y'all the same ones that walk around saying that he's the best in the league? It's true. So, And, you know, he knows what he's worth, and right? not only to the league but to that team. Exactly. So, like, it's, it's not even about being the best running back in the league. It's being the best player on that offense. Exactly. And the best running back the best in the league. On that right. Yeah, I mean, a best running back in the league is debatable, arguable, whatever. Um, but, again, if you ask a, a Cowboy fan, they're going to argue you to the death. He's the best running back in the league. So why are you sitting there all sour, uh, you know, sour puss face that he wants to get paid that way? You know what I mean? Exactly. So what? He didn't, he didn't, take, the, um, he didn't take that offer to, to be the second, second best running back in the league again. How many? How many? If he was to go in front of the, um, you know, in front of the Cowboys right there, nah, bro. I don't want to hear what y'all said, what uh, what these fans said, because I could pull up the same tapes of them same fans talking about how I'm the best running back in the league. So y'all need to pay me like I'm the best running back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. I'm not mad at his position. Now, granted, you can make the argument he still has two years on his deal. Why is he holding out, bro? We all know that uh, running back. You know, we all know, don't matter what position you play, NFL stands for not for long. We all, you know what I mean? That's just what, that's the old saying, right? But it goes even deeper for a running back. Like the running back, we already know the position is so highly undervalued now. And for that, um, on top of the whole stigma that, you know, you, you don't need a top running back and you don't need, you know, um, whatever. Um, you know, just the position itself. Once you hit thirty, they think you. They think you. You know, they think you're over the hill. So, yeah. you can't so be, they get paid now. You can't blame. Right, them. you can't be mad at somebody who's like, "Look, bro, I don't know how long I'm gonna be in this position to be be this good." And you know, to put it in perspective, again, y'all make the argument that he's the best running back in the league. But even if even if you don't feel he's not, still one of one of the best. And on top of that. He's the most used in the three years that he's been in the league. Every one of those years, he led the league in touches. You know what I mean? He y'all run him into the ground. Oh, and uh, and also, let's not forget, he's not stupid. He remembers what y'all did to the last running back that y'all ran into the ground, who led the league in touches and uh, had that monster year behind that great offensive line. What happened? Y'all let him walk. Mm-hmm. Y'all said, "Uh, uh-huh, we're going to run you into the ground over 400 touches, put all that wear and tear on, on your body, and then peace out. And what happened to him after y'all didn't pay him? He got a payday from the Eagles, but his career wasn't nothing after that. Played a year with the, uh, a year with the Eagles and then a year with the, uh, with the Titans and retired. You know what yep. I mean? So – that running backs, you know, they look at all it like, nah, bro, you're not about to beat me into the ground and not pay me. Nah. I just, and even more recent, we just saw what Le'Veon Bell did. 
Same thing. Nah, bro. Same thing to Pittsburgh. You're not about to run me into the ground and not pay me. Nah. Mm -mm. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. So I'm not mad at his position. I think he I think I think he's doing exactly what's best for himself. He wants to be paid. And again, he has a case. Pull up the numbers. You don't you don't think you don't, you you know you don't think y'all should pay me? And oh by the way, on top of all that, all the production, I think he should hold out anyway. And even even if I wanted to give y'all some type of a, a hometown discount, that shit went out the door with them comments y'all made. The first comment with the oh well you don't need a rushing title running back to to win a Super Bowl. Let me tell you something. If I was Ezekiel Elliott, now obviously you're on the team, so you're not gonna do this. But I'd be sitting there like, well, apparently don't matter what y'all need. You talking about Super Bowl, Bowl? You ain't been to Super Bowl since '95. Shut your ass up. Exactly. Shut your ass up. What do you even know? What it takes to win the Super Bowl? What? Because you got you got five of them. Cool. How long ago was that, bro? <laughs> How long ago? You you clearly don't have the formula no more. You must have lost your touch, old man. Jerry Jones running your mouth. <laughs> Cause you ain't won nothing in, bro. The last time y'all won a, the last time y'all won a Super Bowl, my guy, you were like twenty five years younger, bro. That's true. And yeah. There didn't even have, damn near you damn near didn't even have gray hair yet. Shut your old ass. Like what? What? But that was the first comment. Then you thought it would be funny to go on, go in another interview and be like, "But somebody asked you about me, Zeke who? Okay, I'm gonna show you Zeke who. That same Zeke that ain't gonna be on the field week one until you pay me, bitch. Like, now again, in 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 you know, in hindsight, uh, did people probably blow that that little Zeke who comment out? The, yeah, of course he was joking. Yeah, he was joking. But I could also uh, 100% see why Zeke would feel slighted. Okay, you fucking cool. I know you, you probably really didn't mean it. But just the fact that you think you can what I'm doing, and you really take that into a uh, bunk, you know, package that up with the, oh, you don't need a, uh, a rushing title running back to win the Super Bowl. Cool. I'd be at the uh, Cowboys facility. Bro, I'm not showing up until y'all either pay me and if y'all really feel the way y'all been talking, how y'all been talking, taking these little jabs in these interviews, you could trade me, my guy. Simple as that. And I at least a dozen teams that would trade for Absolutely. They'd be knocking down the door. What y'all want? Since y'all don't need a, rush, a rushing, title, uh, rushing title running back to win a Super Bowl, and again, I would turn around and be like, who the hell, how the hell, you don't even know what the hell you need because you can't get the job done. Uh -huh. Super Bowl, you can't even make it to the fucking NFC fucking championship game. Yep. S Super Bowl. Fuck you talking about. We still riding off, off what you did 50 fucking years ago? Shut your ass up. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just how I would look at it. But, uh, you know, getting a little off track there. But uh, in, all, in, all, in all seriousness, they need him. And to me, I again, as a, you know, I... I'm a cowboy hater, so I hope he doesn't play one fucking game for y'all this year. But um That'd be nice. We have a much better shot. And on top of that, I think it, again, you'll just see, you know, for all the fans that swear you don't okay. You better pray and hope 
that man is on there week one. Because guess what? You think, obviously, you you know, we expect the Giants to not be good this year. Um, but still in all, divisional games can be trap games. And that's why a lot of people don't feel as though that division games are trap games. Because even if even when a team is garbage, they're still a divisional opponent. They see you twice a year. They're going to play you tough. It's not always going to be a blowout just because you think they're going to be garbage. That first game again, uh, um, that first game of the year is against the Giants. And again, you feel as though the Giants are going to be bad. Cool. But guess what? The Giants are going to have Saquon Barkley. You go ahead and gamble if you want to and not have Ezekiel Elliott. Can you still win that game? Of course, because, again, you think the Giants are going to be garbage. They probably are. But how many other times have the Giants been ass and beat y'all? It happens. You know what I'm saying? So, And that's a divisional game. You want to try to win the division. And even more so, you want to win the divisional games you know you can beat or you think you should be able to beat. Um, because you're going to have your tougher games against Philly, maybe, you know, maybe Washington, but, you know, Philly is going to be your, obviously your, you know, who you're, we all expect you to be competing with the division. So, so I think they, I think they, I think they cannot play around with this. Um, you know, it's a business, so I get it, negotiations, whatever, but I think you got to pay that man what he wants because he is pivotal to your team, and even more, I cannot stress this, stress this enough, even more pivotal to uh, the future development of Dak Prescott. Because I'm telling you, you, you can say whatever you want. You can try to ring this Tony Pollard bell all you want to, and he may very well be a good, a good runner. I, you know, I've seen a, a little highlight here and there. Cool. But just like uh, y'all want to downplay Daniel Jones, and we're going to get to him later, I can turn around and do the same thing. Cool. Yeah, he he looked great against a bunch of twos and threes out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what, what's gonna happen to your boy Tony Pollard when they stack eight in the box? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what what's gonna happen then? Like, you know what I mean? So, will it be successful? Maybe. But you really want to take that gamble? Go ahead, Jerry. Do your thing, player. <laughs> and uh, like you said, um. Now let me let me look at it from the Cowboys side for a second. Um, I can understand why why they would be a little leery. Again, you know they have reportedly made this offer to him that would make him the second highest running back with the six. You know, albeit with his off the field issues, the six game suspension, which some you know whether he deserved it or not, it still happened. Um, the this ongoing thing with him in uh in Vegas with the security guard, whatever. Mm. Um, you know, that shit, the um the the pulling the titty out on the parade in the parade with the uh with the chick. Um I forget what parade he was out, but he, he just whipped his girl's titty out. He did some wild shit. You know, he's done some some wild shit to make you be like, ah, you know. Um but I mean for real, come on. To a to a certain org- other organization you could you could ring that bell, but come on, it's the Cowboys for God's sake. You you signed fucking uh you signed fucking Greg Hardy after he almost killed his girlfriend. Like shut up, I don't wanna hear about this shit. About uh you oh Zeke Zeke and his uh you know, don't act like, don't act all holier than thou there now like you give a fuck about um all off season, you know, off the field issues. 
this is the team that every fucking year, some uh, every offseason, somebody gets arrested. Like, well, I don't hear that shit. Um, now that now you want to preach standards when it comes to paying Ezekiel Elliott. Shut up. Um, but okay, I'll give you that for a second. Um, also, you got to take into consideration that he has two years left on his deal, and maybe a little bit more pressing, it would be. Dak and Amari Cooper since their contracts act- actually run out after this season. So it's a little bit more pressing to them, I obviously, because Dak and Amari Cooper are both set to be free agents after this year. So they're kind of looking at it like, all right, bro, we need you, and you are the best player on our team, but you also still have two years left on your deal. These two guys are, you know, franchise quarterback and our new star receiver who we gave up the first round pick for, we want to lock them up. They're going to be free agents after this year. They got to pay Amari and they got to pay Dak before they can pay Zeke, which is how they feel. But I don't know if uh, I, 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 I get it because their, their contracts are expiring. So that's where I, maybe they're putting their, you know, priority towards, but I mean, you can't even say that because they, they just locked up Jalen Smith. So it's, and I don't think his contract was run, was running out. I just feel as though they felt he earned it and, you know, he deserved the pay, uh, pay upgrade because of his play. So, um, yeah, you can't make, you can't really make that argument that, oh, you know, you got to pay the other two before you pay this one. It's uh, it's the Cowboys. You know, they're like the, the Yankees of football. They can print money. Like, the money is not the issue. It's just they don't want to pay – maybe don't want to pay them as much money. And, you know, obviously, we all feel as though that they should. So, I don't know if they're going to do that. You got to pay Dak. You got to pay – you got to pay Amari. You got to pay, pay Zeke, too. But I, I'm telling you, they, they're going to make a very, very huge mistake – if they don't pay this man and don't pay him soon, because I'm telling you, mm. it, it's it's not going to be a cakewalk like they think it's going to be. We're not talking about DeMarco Murray, who did have a very good year, but he can't shine the shoes of Ezekiel Elliott. Like, no. you know what I'm saying? So they got to they, they gotta work that out because it, uh, it, it's, I'm telling you, they, they, Dak, Dak need to be like, yo, and I know he want to get his money, but yeah, he need to be like, yo, I need, I need him, bro. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I need him. So, um, I don't know. You got any other thoughts on that on that uh, topic? No, I mean, just going off what you said. I mean, I mean, Zeke has proven that he is worth every penny of what he's asking for. Um, I don't know if I've seen that from Dak. No oh, hell no. And, um. Cooper, I mean, Cooper obviously had a great year last year when he did come over, but he didn't even play a full season on the Cowboys. So, like, I want to see a full season with him. I know that would be playing out that one year of his contract, but I think if the Cowboys want to make sure that he is going to be worth signing, he needs to have another year like he did last year. So, um, you know, Zeke has had plenty, has had a few years to prove that. Jalen Smith has proved that. Um, and I think it's going to be on Dak, and I think that's why they haven't paid Dak or Amari, just because they want to see a little bit more. 
the final decision. Right. All right. Well, we shall see how it plays out as it stands right now. Zeke is still not in camp. And although most Cowboy fans feel that it's going to get, you know, Jerry's going to get it done. I'm not worried. Jerry's going to get it done. You either hear that or doesn't matter. We got Tony Pollard. Anybody can run behind that offensive line. So, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. But um, moving on to another team uh, in the NFC East. Um, let, man, uh, shit. We talked about it heavily uh, in the first couple of episodes uh, way back when. Uh, let's talk about the Giants. And, um, I mean, this, this, this guy, Daniel Jones, man. Uh, you know, Tyler's favorite person in the world. Um, <laughs> uh, next to Eli. Um, definitely right next to Eli. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, we were three games into the preseason. Got one uh one game next. Uh, sorry, one game left. Um, coming up this Thursday. Um, against the Patriots, in which he will actually start because uh they the Giants have already announced that um Eli Manning will not play. So, um, can't really put too much stock into that because nine times out of ten. Um, it's the fourth preseason game. Usually, uh, all the starters really don't play. So, um, most uh, most of the starters, if not none of the starters, will probably play for um, the Patriots either. So, he's still going to be seeing a bunch of twos and threes. Um, in, in the third game, uh, he, he did go against someone. Some ones were still out there when he entered the game, maybe for like a series or two, and then they uh, they went in, you know, they Chicago subbed out and put in the um, – or oh, Chicago the second game. Who did they play last week? Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Um, that's what it was, yeah. Uh, Cincinnati still had some ones in, and then after, you know, maybe one or two series of Jones, uh, then he started only seeing twos and threes. Um, albeit preseason – Against lesser competition, I don't know, man. You gotta like you gotta like what you've seen. I haven't, um, you know, I've been pleasantly surprised. I will go on record saying, if you go back and listen to our post draft uh, um, episodes, I didn't kill them for the pick. I just thought I, it's not who I would have went with. I did say that multiple times. I said that I would have taken Josh Allen there. I would have taken, uh, or I would have taken Dwayne Haskins. But I did repeatedly say that if you think it's there, he's your guy, um, you absolutely take him at six because you don't know. You know, everybody wants to be uh, the smartest guy in the room and believe that there's nobody, no way he would have still, uh, nobody, no way anybody else was taking him before the Giants' second pick at 17. We don't know that. Could that be the, uh, you know, could that be the case? Maybe. But we don't know, and you can't gamble with it. Um, so again, albeit against lesser competition, he's looked well. He's looked good, man. Like he, you know, he he's looked good. Or well, uh, what I will say, um, the because again, I'm not gonna put stock into uh, preseason stats. I'm not gonna go crazy with that. The one thing that I will say that I I, I have seen from him that I that I liked a lot is the ball placement. He uh, he's he's getting the balls two receivers and putting the ball to where only his receiver can catch the ball in that first game um, against the Jets. Um, PFF had his, uh, had his, his receiver, his receivers in that game um, as the, the least amount of separation between 
uh, defenders in the whole uh, week week one preseason. So no other no other team uh, receivers had less amount of separation than the the receivers he was throwing to in game one. So put that in perspective. That means every other team's receivers had more separation for their quarterback to get them the ball than Daniel Jones did, and he still went five for five for however many yards it was, whatever, with a touchdown. Again, albeit against uh, all of the Jets' twos, none, uh, n- all of their, uh, all you know, all of their starters were out out by then. But uh, what I will say is, um, people still have to be surprised because we we everybody reacted as if this kid, you know, going off of his Duke Duke uh, Duke days, this kid's gonna be terrible. This is going to be the biggest mistake ever by the New York Giants. He's going to be terrible. Dwayne Haskins is so much better than him. You got to go. You, you got to go. So, and again, we still don't know. You, They still might be right. But for now, I don't know. He looks decent. That's all I'm going to say. Your thoughts, Tyler? Um, well, I think everybody needs to calm down about, about him. I think that uh... – on both on both sides of it, on the wow he's going to be terrible, and the wow we were totally correct for picking him. I think both sides need to calm down because we haven't seen anything. Right. Uh, I will say this: I regrettably threw ten dollars on <laughs> him to throw an interception in the first game. He hasn't um, thrown one yet in the preseason. <laughs> hasn't thrown a pick. Um, but again, I have not seen anything. His accuracy has been good. I have liked his accuracy, and he's been playing with a lot of no-name receivers, right? Um, which is great, and the fact that he's been able to still complete it. Um, but I'm still I'm I'm not sold. I mean, and it's I'm gonna be of a course, sell. of course, you can't be not not um, not yet. You know, and everybody wants to say, oh, he looked better than Eli in the preseason. I'm like, all right, well, Eli's been going up against the ones. Um, yeah, that's Eli not hard also, to do. It's not hard to do, let's be them. honest. And that's that. <laughs> but I watched I watched the game against Cincinnati, and Eli went four for eight, and everybody was, you know, all on him, like, oh, look at his stats compared to Daniel Jones. Two of those incompletions were drops, um, and I think one of them was close to the end zone. But, I mean. Yeah. It, uh, it still, who, I mean, uh, Cody Latimer. Yeah, like he, had a, he had a drop in the end zone, yeah. So, I mean – you know, you, yeah, I still think Eli is. I mean, you're going to probably say something, but I think Eli's playing better than him. Um, just based, because. based off of what, though? Because again, you can't really, I don't think you can compare the two. Like, I'm not going to say that Daniel Jones is undoubtedly playing better than Eli Manning because I'll take into consideration the competition. But I right, also, but, but I also won't say that. Eli is playing better than I won't go that far because again you can't really. Well, he's not blowing it out of the water, but you again, can't. Priest, how many yeah, snaps right. Eli actually played? But right, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I won't say that. I can't say no. Oh no, Daniel Jones he, has played a lot more than Eli has this preseason, right. so you can't really compare how they're doing. But I mean, just right. But that's what I'm saying. You gotta you gotta do that for both sides. You can't say oh well I'm not gonna say Daniel Jones is playing better than Eli because of this. But Eli is better than him because of that. No, I mean, you can't compare the two. Just because, it, like it, you said. 
I just my my main reason for saying that is because I don't want people to start calling for Daniel Jones to be the starter right now. That's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen regardless, though. You but know I'm, how that... I'm saying that Eli is still the better quarterback simply because of experience. If for no, right. if nothing, if nothing else, Eli has more experience, and and I mean this is just a second point that he's been with the playbook for two years right. now, his third year, whatever it is. I mean, just that alone, plus his experience. I mean, even if their talent is equal, Eli right. still edge. So, I'm just saying that I'm definitely not calling for Daniel Jones to be starting Week One just because he's you know completed 80 percent of his passes and hasn't thrown an interception in the preseason. Right. You know, um, I still Eli is is the clear starter just just based on that alone. Right. Um. I agree. Uh, I agree somewhat. I agree. Um, I don't. I'm not going to say Eli's playing better than him. I'm not going to say that because again, I don't believe that you can compare the two for the simple fact that um, you know who, who the competition of what they're playing playing against. Um, Eli is definitely. I mean, it's, it's there's no competition right now. There, uh, Eli's going to be going to be the starter for the foreseeable future. I don't think it's going to be that long because again, I think the Giants are going to be terrible this year. So I think you know no. if you're looking at uh, Noah, you don't, you disagree? You think they're going to be good? No, I'm I'm saying that I don't think Eli is going to last very long as the starter, and not be. I don't even think it's gonna be because of his play. I think it's going to be because of our record, and I think it's going to be because of the fans calling for Daniel Jones. Um. Well, that okay. So the only way that I Eli plays okay, they're still going to be calling for him for Daniel Jones to go in. They're gonna perform some miracle. They're gonna they're gonna call they're gonna call for Daniel Jones to play right if the Giants are not winning. Now, if um, and a large part of that is gonna fall. I mean, it's just the way that it is. The wins the wins get uh get attributed to the quarterbacks as well as the losses. Whether it's mm-hmm. fair or not, that's just how it works. So no, that's true. um yeah, if he's playing well, but you know, the defense is stinking up the joint, yeah, they're still gonna call for, for Daniel Jones. That, yeah, um, and that's what that's all I'm trying to say. Is it, yeah, it might not no. be Eli's fault, but they're still gonna call for Daniel Jones if we don't win. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm I'm with you on that, but to a certain degree because I do believe that this team will partly not succeed because of Eli Manning. And I've been I've been on that train. I believe that he just is he, he was never that good. He's not terrible. He's he's had good runs, but he's he was good enough to be um obviously the starting quarterback. We never had anybody even remotely good enough to take his place. Like it was just like, you know, when they when they sat him uh for Geno Smith, it was a fucking joke. And everybody exactly. knows like I'm not I'm not uh you know, I've I've long been wanting them to get a get a new quarterback. And that's not I, I, I hate to come off as an Eli hater all the time. I just I hate the Eli apologist. I hate the way that this organization coddles him and they just they just won't move on now now obviously they it, they know they should because i mean they would have taken daniel jones if not but it just uh, i mean you could even as much as i wanted saquon barkley last year i i i 
said it multiple times. Like, yes, I want Saquon, but I understand people t- saying how foolish the Giants were because that was that was a move. That was a move. Um, as in, we're all in on Eli again. Like, you know what I mean? And for what? You went five and eleven. Like, with arguably after one uh one rookie season, arguably already. Um, arguably the best running back in football. Top two, top three. Debate your mother. I don't care. But, I agree. Agree. Um, you know what I mean. And part of that. Now, granted, you look at his numbers. He didn't have a terrible year. He was the twenty-one touchdowns. Uh, I think eleven interceptions. Um. Uh. So yeah, he didn't have a terrible year, but um, there were times where it was still like, ah, it's just something. You know, it's kind of like what what they did with Coughlin. Like, a lot of people feel like Coughlin shouldn't have got fired. Um, and he probably shouldn't have. But it was one of those things like, you know what? You've been here for 10 years, 11, however long it's been. You need a new face. You need a new voice. We're not winning. You know, whatever you want to call it, whatever the reason may be, we didn't do our job to get you a good team. Whatever the reason is, we're not winning. We need a new voice in here. I feel as though strongly, you know, more strongly than ever now, when they did that, they should have just cleaned house. Everybody should have went. Coughlin should have went. You shouldn't have waited a whole uh, a whole year before you fired Jerry Reese. Um, Jerry Reese should have went too. And I would have been okay back then if you'd have said Eli Manning, we're done with you too, bro. Like you know what I mean? Just completely clean house. You're saying? I mean, I hear the uh, but what is he? What what has Eli done since since Coughlin left? Nothing. We're losing. And if not, if you love if you love Eli Manning, huh? If you're looking in hindsight, yeah, of course you can say that. But I mean, we don't know. We, we Eli could have had a revival like like Brady's had. Uh, uh, but uh, well, how, how long? How long ago did we fire Coughlin? Was it three years now? Uh, is it longer than that? No, we had we had uh, no 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 no. Um, yeah, we had Ben McAdoo for a year and a half. Uh, Shermer Shermer took uh Shermer took over last year. Yeah, three years now. So Eli Manning is what thirty eight. You couldn't have moved on from Eli Manning at 36? 35? I guess. Maybe not. Maybe. I guess maybe. I guess maybe not. I guess I guess 35 is still. Okay. Whatever. But um I'm just saying as far as you should have just cleaned house completely. That's just that's just, now, like you said, in hindsight. Okay, cool. But you got I mean, think of what you're you're asking Eli Manning to do now. For for our Eli uh apologists out there who believe the Giants should just stick with him forever. Um, <laughs> what he's a two-time, uh, two-time Super Bowl winning champion, two-time Super Bowl MVP, right? Um, and just think about this: two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time Super Bowl MVP, and there's really going to be a debate if he should get into the Hall of Fame or not. Why is that? I mean, what other, what, are, what, are we, what are we debating right now? I'm at. I'm getting to a point. I'm just. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to show, like, the 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 weird coddling that this organization has towards Eli Manning. Now, what I will say is, I get it to a certain degree. Again, two-time Super Bowl winning champion, two-time Super Bowl MVP. Cool. Also, um, never missed a start. We're not going to count the um, that bogus has shit that they did to him when they sat 
uh, when they sat him for fucking bum ass Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. But again, two other two Super Bowl winning two uh, uh, quarterback, two time Super Bowl MVP. Has there ever been where there's going to be a question mark whether he's a Hall of Famer or not? And I and I say that to say, do you understand with with all these attributes that he has, Eli Manning? I forget the actual record. Off the, I'd have to look it up. But it's it's. If the Giants have a losing season this year, which they probably will, Eli Manning has a chance to – okay, before I go there, would you agree this is Eli last year? No matter yes. what. I don't, I don't see any way the Giants bring him back. Yeah, I think even if he has a great year, I still don't see. They, they drafted Daniel Jones to take over. I mean, that, that's, it's as simple as that. I think Eli's last year has to be this year. I don't see any other way around that. Okay, cool. So we agree there. Um, even oh, yeah. though, again, with their the way that they coddle him, it wouldn't shock me at all if they gave him a fucking extension. But um, okay, so but we agree there. Okay, so yes. Um, he plays out this year. They do you, again. An, uh, another question I'll ask you because it's getting to a point. Um, do you expect the Giants to be any type of competitive this year, as far as? 500 or a winning record, or do you expect them to have a losing record? No, I expect them to have a losing record. Okay. So they have a losing record this year. Do you understand? They have a losing record this year. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. And we expect Eli Manning to uh, not play for the Giants after this year. Do you think if he uh, – do you think he retires as a Giant, or do you think he goes somewhere else? No, I think he retires. Okay. So we think he retires. We think the Giants are going to suck. And – um, what was the other thing I asked you? What was the third thing? Um, do you think the Giants are going to be good? Do you think, um, damn, my fault, y'all. Do, uh, do you think the Giants, do you think the Giants are going to, uh, contend? Do you think Eli Manning is going to, uh, be with the Giants after this year? Or, uh, is he going to retire and go play somewhere else? Got it. Okay. So, all those answers was, no, you don't think he's going to, um, no, you don't think he's going to play for the Giants past this year. No, you don't think he'll go nowhere else. Um, you think he'll retire, and you think the Giants are going to suck, correct? Correct. Now, if all three of those things happen, here's my point. Do you know Eli Manning will end his career with an under 500 record? Okay. So are, are we you, debating his whole of whether he should go to the No, 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 no. I'm just talking – I'm, I'm talk, I, I, right. I mean that that can be debated or not or not, or not. but what I'm saying is it all it's all coming to a point. The coddling of him, the way that this organization acts, like just it just makes me sick. Like, bro, when have you ever seen a the a, a, a quarterback who has underperformed outside of those two Super Bowl years, who has underperformed the way Eli Manning has? Again, has led the league in interceptions three times. Is probably going to end his career with an under five hundred record. See, see, we view this a little differently. Okay, I'm going to use I'm going to use different words here than what you're using. You're using the word coddling, and I see that, but I'm going to use the word uh, patience and loyalty. Patience on what though? What patience? So, He's the, the what patience? So what are you waiting with, for? So. Here's, here's the only thing I'm going to say is Eli, we know that obviously you've mentioned it a couple of times. He's won two Super Bowls. Yeah. 
but you know that he's capable of doing so. When you know that you have a quarterback capable of doing that, you tend to stick with him for a while because you think he can do it again. So you try to give him the pieces. You give him all the receivers, the running backs, the coaches, whatever you can, and you mix and match. And they just had a lot of patience with him. Obviously, they went out, they got Odell, they got uh, Saquon, they got a new coach, they tried a bunch of different things. And obviously it hasn't panned out, but it's because they were trying to give him what he wanted. A lot of times you build your franchise around a certain player. He was that player, even though he didn't always perform like it. They were always building the team for him. So that is what I'm going to say. They they were being loyal to him. I wouldn't say they were coddling him. They were just they they know that he had the potential. I don't remember what year it was, the year that he uh, had one of the highest touchdown passes in the league. I think it was 35. Um, and they saw his potential. They saw what he could do and just, I mean, obviously he never did that again, but again, they're just, I think it was patience and just having the loyalty, like, listen, you're our guy. We're going to find something that's going to work with you because we know you can do it. And we're going to build the pieces around and see if we can get you back to that Super Bowl. And obviously okay. that happened, but that, that's the way I'm viewing it. Not as like, oh, we feel bad for you and you've been our guy for so long. We just don't want to let you go. Okay, so would you say they were loyal, being loyal to him to a fault? I mean, again, hindsight, maybe. But well, I mean, fuck, all, fuck all the hindsight. I'm just asking you right now. Would you say they would be? They have been loyal to him to a fault. I.e., uh, pass, i.e., drafting Saquon Barkley, passing on uh, whether you agree with it or not, passing on uh, those quarterbacks. Um, to then draft Daniel Jones this year, and what do, do you think they've been? Uh, do you think they've been loyal to him to a fault? That's my question. What I want to know. You know what? No. All things, all things considered, you said no. I, I still don't think they have. I still. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you: How do you? How possibly could you think that way? Like I don't understand how uh, he. I'd be like, I'd be wondering as, uh, uh, you know, listeners out there, I'd be wondering like, as me and Tyler are both Giants fans, I'd be wondering if he's watching the same game that that I watch. We both like, know I, how hard <laughs> it is to find. We both know how hard it is to find a franchise quarterback in this. Right, direction. but right, but they had an opportunity. They had an opportunity last year, and they passed on it. And now again, and they passed on that to get a generational talent, which we both agree was a great pick. And right, right. Hold on though, but what did? But but. You you took that generational that generational talent because you thought it was going to help Eli. They thought it was gonna you were going to contend with that again, generational like I said, talent. You're building the team around Eli, like that's which is crazy. Which right? Which is to me, it's crazy. What has he shown you that? What has he shown you that you wanted to build around him? Aside from those two Super Bowls that were now uh, twelve years ago and eight years ago. What has he shown you since then, aside from missing the playoffs? Now, Grant, again, it's a team it's a team sport, but just like we said earlier, the wins and losses always get attributed to the quarterback. So, aside from missing the playoffs, I think it was five of the last six years and uh, seven of the last nine, what, what has he shown you that I, – I say all of that to, to say this. I, we agree that the Giants are going to be terrible. We, don't, we agree that we don't think the Giants – are going to be good this year, right? Yes. We both agree so, on that. Right. So my question to you is, what's the point of playing Eli Manning then? 
if you don't think if you don't think he's going to be good, he's the team is going to be good. What's the point of playing him? Why, well, look, why you play got, him? You got two options on how you want to develop Daniel Jones. You can either throw him into the fire and right. hope that he doesn't burn up, or you can let him sit. And let him learn because, I mean, you can't say that Eli is not going to be a good teacher for him. He's been in the league for 15 years. He knows how it all works. He, I mean, they got a good coaching staff. Pat Trimmer's great with quarterbacks. He's going to learn a lot if he sits on the bench for a little while. Okay. So it's, it's, it's a debate on whether how you want him to learn. You want him to learn from experiencing, you know, pretty much. I mean, you, you got to expect that he's going to go in there and flounder a little bit, at least to start. Right. So you get a chance that, and either hope that he can bounce back from that, right? Or you let him sit and learn for a year, and then Eli retires and he comes in fresh next year. We saw how good that worked out for Mahomes. We saw how well that worked out with Aaron Rodgers. It, it's it's you know, but then you have other quarterbacks that get thrown right in and they do well too. So it's right. it's how they want to approach it. But that is a big reason why Eli, if that's the way they want to go, Eli should start because he gets that. To learn and, and kind of ease his way into the NFL. But the re- my rebuttal to that would be those teams that did that were in position to do that. And I say that because Kansas City was still a good team. Now, even with Alex Smith as quarterback, they were still a good team. So there was no rush to play their quarterback, their young quarterback. Nah, we're actually going to continue this year. So we're going to let you sit and learn. Uh, the Packers, we have a Hall of Famer in Brett Favre. We're going to be good. You can sit and learn. We both agreed that we don't think the, the Giants are going to be good this year. So why play Eli Manning? Why? For what? What difference does it make if uh, whether you throw Daniel Jones out there now? And, and, and before I go further, I'm not saying that I, I think he, you should. I know that they're going to start Eli Manning regardless. But what my the thought process to me is, and this is where I come in with the coddling of Eli Manning, is they actually, I don't even think, to be honest with you, I don't even think they believe they're going to be good. Of course, they're going to go out and say, you know, we're going to compete. We're going to bring Eli Manning's our starter. We're going to go out there and win. They don't believe that shit. I don't believe it. I don't believe that you think that you're going to be a good team. I don't. I don't believe it. But, of course, you're going to say that, right? So we're going to have to play Eli Manning. We're going to have to do all that. But I'm just saying if me and you were the GM, right, and we all have already agreed that we don't think they're going to be good. So what, what reason would you have to be if you were the GM, right, and you have already stated you don't think, obviously behind closed doors, you would never say this to the media, you don't mm-hmm. believe that we're going to be a good team. What's the point of playing Eli Manning? For what? For I, your whole – whole... It's a learning curve. Huh? And, the learn- and, and to be totally honest – Again, I'm going to go back to the experience and just his knowledge of the game. I think Eli still gives us a better chance to win. So if they're going to be that honest about, yeah, we want to win this year, they're still going to play Eli. But you can't sit there and say you think he gives you a better chance to win if you just said you think you didn't think they were going to be good. How can I not say that? How even, does he even if Eli gives us five wins instead of four, if we started Daniel Jones or whatever the case was, that's still a better year success-wise for the franchise. I mean, obviously it's still not good, but he still gives us a better chance to win than Daniel Jones does coming fresh out of college. But you and... can't, you can't go, you can't. Okay. So look, you think the Redskins have said that they're going to start case Keenum, right? Over mm-hmm. Dwayne, over Dwayne Haskins. 
Now I'm not gonna, right. just like just like you're not going to put too much stock into Daniel Jones doing well. I'm not going to put that much stock into Dwayne Haskins doing bad. Um, mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me Case Keenum gives them a better chance to win than Dwayne Haskins? Honestly, man, I, I don't know what Dwayne Haskins looks like right now. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We've never seen either one of them playing an NFL game. We know that's what fair. Table. We know what Eli Manning brings to the table. Even if neither one of them are going to, Case Keenum up. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we talking about? Case Keenum sucks, bro. Um, all right. Well, apparently he beat out Dwayne Haskins for the starting job. So what does that yeah. say about Dwayne Haskins? I mean, but you can't really say that though. We don't know that because Eli Manning, uh, Eli Manning beat out um, or not even beat out, but there was no competition. But Eli Manning is going to start over Daniel Jones. So we can't say, but there oh was a competition in Washington. They just announced the starting quarterback a couple of days ago, so there was a competition there. There, uh, I, okay, I'll, I'll I'll buy into that. All right. So um, again, it comes. I mean, in that case, they just decided Keith Keenum gives him a better chance to win because he's had a better training camp. Now I'm so not saying the same thing happened with Eli and Daniel Jones because they had already clarified that Eli would be the quarterback. But okay, but even if if even if you truly believed. Uh, Dan, uh, not Daniel Jones. Eli Manning gives you the best chance to win. Let's look at the team around uh, Eli Manning, right? That's where we go with that. Do you believe that team can compete? I don't care about who gives you what quarterback gives you the best chance to win. Do you believe that team can compete? And if the answer is no, then why play Eli Manning, the two-time Hall of Fame quarterback who you have coddled so much and you love so much, you're going to let him go out there and finish his career under 500? So what? what's the alternative? Eli sits? Let the kid play. It. Why not? Let the kid play. What does, what does okay, sitting behind Eli Manning, because we both already have said that we don't think Eli Manning is going to play the whole year, right? Agreed. So what difference does it make? Sitting a couple games and starting off, with, what difference does it make? Eli Manning can, teach, can still teach him on the sideline. You can still watch Eli. Eli, like what? What difference does it make? That's what I'm getting at. I'm not saying that I'm I'm lobbying. I don't give a damn what they do to be honest. Because again, I don't think that they're going to be good either way. So, and again, that's not to say that I lack faith in Daniel Jones. It's just, uh, or even that I have so much disdain for Eli. It's just the team itself is not that good. Outside of Saquon Barkley, you know, this whole revamped offense line. No, that's the other thing that when we talk about. I don't want, if Eli goes out and stinks up the joint, I don't want to hear no. He don't got no, 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 no. Y'all said this, uh, <laughs> this offensive line was 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 better. They've been playing well in they've been playing well in the right preseason. Now, offensive line has looked outstanding. So okay, so I, I don't want to hear no. I don't want to hear no O line troubles. No, I don't hear none of that shit. Like nah, nah. If he goes out there and stinks up the joint like he normally does, I uh, like what are we what are we gonna say? And then what? Why would you want to do that to him? Like you want to, you want him to ruin. You want him to ruin. I don't know. It's 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 just a crazy joke. Again, I, fully I think ex- it's a lose lose at this point because if if either I, one of them goes out there and plays poorly, if Daniel Jones, you start him from day one and he goes out and and he stinks up the joint, then right. that's just going to confirm everybody else's beliefs that it was a but. Pick. But what happens if what happens if Eli plays well or or no doesn't play well, and Daniel Jones goes out there and plays well? But then have some games where he doesn't. You can't go back to Eli Manning. No, but you can't. But you can't. You got to let that, that kid point, ride it out. That would be his learning at that point. But I'm saying 
if he goes, if you start Daniel Jones from the get go, and he's right. already got this thought in his head. I mean, he's a young kid. He's impressionable. He's still impressionable. I mean, he's he's going from being a Duke quarterback at a, a school that like is not nationally televised to you know front stage New York media and getting all these opinions from the fans, from other players, saying that you know what a terrible pick this guy's going to suck. What are they thinking? And I mean, yeah, his confidence has probably gone up since the draft because of how well he's played in the preseason. But if he goes out in the regular season. And he stinks, and he's got to read about it and, you know, hear about it from the fans and everything else that goes with that. You know, what's going to happen to his confidence going forward? So I think that the Giants are also preserving that just by having Eli. I mean, Eli, we know, can take the blame for everything. He's been doing that right. for years. So just even if they're just using Eli as a, a front man just to take some of the blame off of Daniel Jones, whatever the case is. I still think it's it's just safer even psychologically for Daniel Jones not to be out there right now because the, I mean we got to be honest New York media and the fans are brutal. Oh yeah. Comes to, oh yeah. Again, I'm not saying I'm not saying he gives us a better chance. So I, I, well, I mean I don't know. You know I don't got much faith in Eli anymore. So I don't know. <laughs> he he might. Uh, but um, I I don't know. I just don't. I they're playing the way they want to do shit confuses me because you can't you know. Then you got John Mara talking about, I hope Daniel Jones never... That's what I mean by coddling of Eli Manning. <laughs> I hope Daniel Jones never sees the field. Shut the fuck up. Like, what the fuck? What the Like, what kind of statement is that? I hope Daniel Jones never... Now, in retrospect, I get it. You're saying that means that Eli Manning's playing well... The and, phrasing was, you know, the phrasing yeah, was it's really just funny. the way that he said it. Yeah, it's the way that we, he said it. We know it. what he was trying to say, yeah, but the I think phrasing I get, of it yeah. was all wrong. Just the way that he said it. But again, the way that you said it, to me, that goes back to my coddling of Eli Manning point. Oh, my God. I hope, I hope Daniel Jones never sees the field. I hope Eli <laughs> just, just plays and, and plays well. And but shut the fuck up already. Like, oh, my God. Like, it just it makes me fucking sick, bro. Like, uh, it's like, oh, I couldn't believe when he said that shit. I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, this motherfucker. Like, would y'all hop off Eli's sack for two seconds? Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's sickening, bro. It, oh, my God. It really is. Um, uh, all right. So, moving on along, on from Daniel Jones and fucking the, the Giants' uh, endless love of Eli Manning. Um, I wanted to get your opinion on uh, – uh, I don't know if you've had any time to um, – you know, read into this uh, Jay-Z and NFL deal um, that they did on, um, you know, coming together and striking a deal um, to deal, you know, focus on uh, the social injustices um, in the world and in, um, you know, in the NFL and, um, you know, everything, just striking this deal, pretty much the NFL being like, all right, you know, we'll work with you, Jay-Z, like, we'll work with you, um, to give our perspective of how we view things. Um, I'll give you my opinion uh, after. I, I really want to hear your thoughts on it first. Uh, well, I haven't really heard too much about it. Honestly, the first I saw of it was a bunch of memes on on Instagram, so I'm not <laughs> too familiar with it. The only thing I saw um, was a picture of Troy Aikman. That, that was hilarious. That, that looked like Jay-Z. <laughs> that was hilarious. But other than that, I'm not too familiar with uh, any of the details of the deal and what it entails and uh, you know, okay. what's going to be happening so, with it. So if you want to tell me, I can go from there. But here, Here's the beauty of that. Guess what, Tyler? 
none of us know what the fuck. None of us, none of us know what the deal entails, what they're supposed to be doing aside from working together on social injustice issues. That's pretty much all we got. That's pretty broad and pretty uh, right, right, vague. Exactly. So, let me bring you into the two sides of the African-American community on this deal. Okay, so you have the one side that feels like, oh, man, Jay-Z struck, uh, you know, Jay-Z does it again, chestnut checkers, you know what I mean? He struck struck a deal with the NFL. He's going to be representing us. He's going to be doing all this, you know what I mean? Y'all, y'all not thinking past this Kaepernick situation. It's bigger than that, da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. Cool. That's, uh, that's the gist of one side. The other side of the of the black community feels like this was some grade A sucker shit. Now, I'm gonna tell you why I I kind of I see both both sides of the spectrum. Okay, so some people feel like in order to beat the man, you gotta join him, right? Okay. So, uh, I get I get that aspect of it, but the large population that doesn't feel that way the reason why jay-z because he has and no and jay-z is a very smart man so he knew he absolutely knew he was going to receive backlash for this and i'm gonna tell you why because and and uh, might i add uh, there's a lot of people that don't agree with me but i agree but i agree with people that are giving him back backlash and i say deservingly so he does deserve backlash for this and i'm gonna tell you why he comes off albeit maybe doing the right thing and doing and being the smart businessman that he is. I'll never question any of that. And he has done plenty of things um, within the black community to help, you know, get, uh, you know, really, he, he's, he's been about this. I'm not going to say that this came out of nowhere, but what makes it look funny in the light is because this was the same man that was so, so anti NFL. He was so pro Kaepernick. Mm. He was so, I mean, we're talking turning down doing the Super Bowl. We're talking about, um, you know, wearing Kaepernick jerseys out to events and, you know, so like pro Kaepernick, right? Um, and then it just looks like as soon as they came with the bag, you was like, all right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Because he, he said himself, he never spoke to Kaepernick. Now, again, Jay-Z's his own man, so I'm not saying that he had to make sure Ka- Kaepernick was was all good with it, but you look funny in the light because, again, you can't be so pro-Kaepernick and then, in my opinion, turn around and do this deal and not even be like, give him a heads up or speak to him and let, let look, this is what I'm trying to do. This is how... We gonna try to work his chest on checkers. Like, right. You know what I'm right. saying? Speak to him about it. Now is Kaepernick part no, of this? No, no, he has nothing to do with this at all. He's got nothing he to do no- with it. See, that's he, he, that's he has not. nothing to do with this. He has and again, a lot of people also from the black community feel like, nah, bro, you were so pro uh pro Kaepernick anti NFL. The only way you should have done this deal is if all right, I'll do this deal because if Kaepernick gets a job. Now Right, right. He said in the press conference, I don't know if you got to see any of that. Uh, he said in the press conference that he said two things to me that would bother me if I'm on the side of 
I'm with Jay-Z on doing this deal. He said two things that I, I can't see how anybody wasn't bothered by this. He said, when asked about the kneeling and Colin Kaepernick, he said verbatim, I think that we're past kneeling. So, okay, that would bother me. And that would bother me because, again, you were so pro the cause. So how can you say that we're past it if Kaepernick still doesn't have a job and these social injustices are still happening? Now, I get it. Kneeling was never going to solve the problem. I get all that. It was supposed to be to bring attention to the issues of police brutality and, uh, you know, uh, the all the unarmed shootings of uh, young African-American men. I get all that. That was the goal, to bring attention to it. Yes, the kneeling did that. Kaepernick did his job. However, you cannot say that we're past it because he also said something else that went, that bothered me and went hand in hand with this. He said in the con- press conference, pretty much, it was never about comp- the the mission was never about Kaepernick's job. Yes, you're, mm-hmm. you're, it wasn't about his job. But others need that statement is he no longer has a job because of what the mission is about. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah, that bothers me as. Now, to our listeners out there, I don't know if anybody's have, have actually looked at our pages um, at Return of the Matt on IG at uh, Gullah Gullah Island 46. You can holler at us. Um, but now, nah, I am mixed. I am black. I am white. I'm a fucking mud. I got a bunch of shit in me. So, pause. Um, oh. <laughs> pause. Always going to get a, a good pause on, on the planet. <laughs> Always. So. I can understand both sides of the community. Some, you know, a lot of times it makes people get, oh, well, you're not even fully black, so you can't. Same, the same ignorant motherfuckers that said uh, when Kaepernick was kneeling, oh, well, you got raised by a white woman. You, you didn't see no injustices in your life. That's fucking stupid, and you're ignorant. And for the people that think that way, just because he was raised, adopted by a white family, you think you actually, that makes you even more dumb, if you ask me, because you think just because he was raised by a white family, that's even more of a gateway for injustices and racism and all that. What do you think that, what do you think he, 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 you know, what do you think he heard and saw growing up as a kid being raised by a white family, a little mixed baby with black people and you know what I mean? Uh, with, with a darker skin tone than two white, uh, his two white, um, you know, Adopted parents. You so you're you're an idiot if you think he's never faced any type of social social injustice. You're just fucking stupid, and you you I don't know. You're just stuck in a little box that you live in. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, some people can you you hear that sometimes like oh well you're not even fully black. Let me tell you something. Anybody that is any type of shade other than and even white people can say that they you know white people uh, deal with racism and shit too. But the specific topic of social injustices and um, police brutality and racism and anything like that, anybody with a shade of black in them has experienced it. I'm telling you that um, for a fact. Anybody that doesn't believe that is an idiot. Um, Mm -hmm. So I never agree with that argument either. But 
that's that's what would bother me. That that is what bothers me about this Jay Z deal. Is it comes off very just funny in the light. It comes off. It comes off. Yeah. It comes off very snakeish. And again, he might. I'm not saying he doesn't have good intentions to do with it. But you just look funny. I, I call a spade a spade. You look funny to go from being so pro Kaepernick to not even speaking to him before you did this deal with the NFL. Now, the common rebuttal to this would be, well, it doesn't matter. Kaepernick lost all his leeway when he took when he took the that settlement money from the NFL, right? So, okay, cool. You can have that rebuttal. You can say that. But if you were him. What was he supposed to do? You won't give him a job. He's been blackballed from the league. So when it comes time for me to win my case, I'm never going to – most likely – let's keep it real. Callan Kaepernick is never going to get a job in the NFL again. That ship has long sailed. So what, what, what am I supposed to do? These are the people that ruined my career, ruined my way of living, ruined my, my, uh, my job for what I do, how I provide for my family – here comes a time where I can get money from them off this. You think I'm not going to take it? You out your fucking mind. Nah, he had to take it. You out your fucking mind. But, nah, but there were people that were, oh, he's a sellout. He, he did all that, and he took that money. You out your motherfucking mind. You damn right. I'm going I'm to get you for what I can get. Absolutely, because I'm never going to get a job again. You and all your people are never going to give me a job again. Now, for all the people out here listening, you might have even turned it off by now that are pro-American and all that. This is not about being not not American. I've never said I was for or against the kneeling. I've always said that I understood it. I understood what the message would be. See, the hatred for Colin Kaepernick, everybody that hates Colin Kaepernick doesn't understand the message. They think he's against the military. He's disrespecting the flag. He's doing a... No, you're wrong. You're absolutely 100% wrong, and you don't understand the message, and you refuse to understand the message. The message is just to bring awareness to it and for you to understand, hey, this is what's going on in our community, and, it, and, it, and this, this country that we live in, freedom and justice for all, it's not happening. There's people dying over nothing every day. And then you got ignorant motherfuckers that be like, oh, police kill more white people than black people. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, because you don't know what you're talking about. And until you walk a day in a, like, we getting real, real, real in this topic, because I feel, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about this shit, because it, it bothers me. Hey, speak your mind, bro. It bothers me. When you, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, we live in a society where it's real. Where you really can get shot just by, for, for what you look like. And if you don't believe that, you're stupid. You're stupid. And we live in a world where I believe, I, I seriously have thought to myself, I have a, a mixed child who, uh, his mother is white, and I'm actually, uh, like I said, mixed white and black. So my son, skin tone is white. And the only people that would know he's black know, most of the time would be black people. They can see his features. But if you're just going by his skin tone, he looks like a white boy. And I actually sometimes am grateful for that, hoping that something will never happen to him when he gets older because the color of his skin. That's sad, man. That's fucking sad that you but that that I have to I that I've ever even thought about that about my son. 
But that's the time. That's, that's real life shit. That's the what we live in. So, yeah. you know, steering a little bit off topic, but it's real shit. And I understand the the backlash that Jay Z receives from it because he is a very powerful figure in the black community. And it just looks it looks funny in the light, man. It does. It looks funny in the light. I understand both spectrums. Again, I'm not saying that he don't. He's not going to do anything, and he does. And the the other uh, thing that I forgot to add, why it looks funny in the light, is because it looks like you took the money, and it looks like you wanted the connection. Because again, JC's a businessman. So if one day, let's say, Business. which is very which is very true, I want to own an NFL team, right? What's the best way to own an NFL team? Getting good with the NFL. How do let's strike a deal? You said in the song, I don't need uh hell no, I'm not doing the Super Bowl. I might not be uh quoting the, the words exactly, but something to the effect of hell no, I'm not doing the Super Bowl. I don't need you, you need me. Right? Yeah, sounds right. You could have stood on that. You could have stood on that and been like, all right, cool. Because, again, they didn't need you. Or, excuse me, you didn't need them. You can see, you, I can see that they needed you because they know how much of a figure you are, how smart of a man you are, how uh, much of a global icon you are, and how much you mean to the black community. So for you, it's chess, not checkers, is, is what people are, li- are, are liking to say, right, or, or what, of what he's doing. Guess what? You a goddamn fool if you don't think the NFL is thinking the exact same thing, but just for a different reason. If you think Roger Goodell and all these rich white fucking owners aren't sitting there thinking it's chestnut checkers, guess what? We just got one of their biggest supporters, their biggest fucking, uh, you know, their biggest global icon to side with us. Here, black people, look what we did. Mm. Now shut up about shut up about Colin Kaepernick. We got Jay Z on our side. If you think that's not how they viewing it, you a fucking fool. And that's all I'm gonna say on that. I I think I understand both ends of the spectrum. I understand what Jay Z wants to do, but I completely understand, and I'm one of the people that will say you look a little funny in the light doing it. And it looks like some sucker shit. Maybe we'll go. Maybe maybe over the test of time, we'll prove to be wrong. But the fact that you did not speak to Colin Kaepernick about it, the fact that you were oh so pro Colin Kaepernick, and all of a sudden just nah, we're past kneeling. It was never about Kaepernick's job. And the fact that you want to become an NFL owner, and you are a businessman. What does all what does all businessmen worry about? The money. Money. It looks like it looks like you did it for the money. I call a spade a spade. We might be wrong, but again, and also to add to that, why it looks funny in the light, it's just like Tyler said when he, when we first started the the discussion. I don't know the ins and outs ins and outs about the deal. Guess what? None of us do. What what exactly are you gonna do? Because you didn't tell us. You literally only announced that there's a partnership. There was no plan. Uh, there was no plan revealed at this um, at this press conference. There was no. Here's what we we what we want to do within the next five ten years. There was nothing said. It was literally just we have reached an agreement. 
So you can't be mad at people that think it looks funny in the light. Because it does. And that's all I got to say about that. Well said. Appreciate you, my brother. Um, all right. So, obviously, we went deeper into uh, certain things. Um, there was more I wanted to talk about. But this episode has been fucking draining. We we done, uh, <laughs> we done been... We done had so yeah, we done had so many fucking uh technical difficulties, listeners. I'm sorry. I don't know what the hell. I promise you we're back. We're gonna get it we're gonna get it right. We're gonna try to get some uh you know, try to try to think of some new ideas, try to find a new way to record this, but we just desperately wanted to get something out there to y'all. Um, because it's been a long time. Um, we shouldn't have left you. Rest in peace, Aaliyah. Um but yeah. Man, we just wanted to get something out. Shout out to Ty Dollar. Appreciate you, brother, for chopping it up with me. Um, shout out to my bro. He couldn't be with us tonight, but he'll be back. Um, and we will be back at you. Uh, season's about to kick off. Um, NFL's about to be in full swing. Um, uh, MLB is coming down to the wire. We didn't get to any MLB today, but I definitely want to talk about um, some baseball next week. Because um, okay. it's coming down to the wire. We got about a month left, in, uh, a little bit over a month left in the uh, regular season. Um, so we're going to be going into the ba- uh, baseball playoffs. NBA is going to be back before you know. We're going to be in full swing. The Play Action Podcast is back. Ty Dollar, my brother, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. We out. Yeah.